Welcome everyone to the entire nation of Chile's favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans football podcast. On today's episode we discussed terrible Americans on and off the pitch um, as he tore into Delia's Norwich and we were back with our quickfire predictions. So wherever you're listening we hope you enjoy the episode and make sure to follow our Instagram, Twitter, whatever floats your bow. I'm not a good at this as Adzi. I'm going to leave now. Hit it, Stevie. I spend these senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Vinico Giazopoulos. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't that. We're Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stug were that good. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 12 of the OnlyFans football podcast. I'm sorry to lose fucking track of that now. It's going to be getting harder and harder. It was, isn't it? Really? Uh, think about it. It's five episodes in. We're even more than that with the specials. Yeah. We are very specials though. <laughs> <laughs> Always like to get that in. Have to get it in. Um, Everyone's special. But I hope everyone enjoyed the Mick McCarthy special. Mm, big shout out again to Jamie. Letting us play a song. Went down a treat, I'll have to say. A few people in college. Loved it. All the feedback I got was great, so. We're going good old. Yeah. Here we are now, episode twelve. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name of the crown, I hope you don't mind. Go for it. And we'll get on to it later why. But welcome everybody to the Ben Brereton Diaz. <laughs> what a fella. And what a podcast. So we'll dive right into it, will we? Yeah. How, how's your week, Cram? Well, Adzi. I've been prepping. <laughs> I'm prepping this week to go to Roma. It's a coming Rome. It's just Rome. It's coming Rome. It's coming. And that's the reason I'm going, really. Just for one. Well, my personal reason was I fell in love with Italy after the Euros. It just it had an emotional effect on me, mm-hmm. so I was like, I need to explore this emotional effect more by flying over to the country <laughs> and drinking their wine and engaging with their food. I thought culture. you were going to say engaging with their women. I was like, yes, crap. <laughs> See? <laughs> I was going to get onto that, but he interrupted me. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Generally, my week's been good. I've had a friggin' gruller, baby. Shout out to Bootlegger. That's what he always says. I he has one drink. But, yeah, it started off at Photosock uh, in DCU. I went on the photo crawl, which is like a pub crawl, but you take loads of photos. It actually doing. sounds really interesting. It's, it sounds take good. pictures? It's a lot of walking though. Where are you over the outside? So basically you start on O'Connell Street at the Spire. You take a picture at the Spire. Like like the Spire is some sort of good building to take a picture of. It's fucking it's sp- a, a spike in the middle of the mm, earth. But, uh, a spike of shite in the middle of the <laughs> But yeah, you start there, you go across the bridge. Essentially, the night finished up at Temple Bar, right? 
Oh. And we walk past these this group of Americans, and they they were watching football. Man, we soccer. Were, we were watching Qatar against Ireland. Uh, but, uh, what did you think of the Ireland game? Actually, did you oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it quickly. Yeah, it's all right. But it's good, isn't it? Four nil. I don't think you can read too much into it. Yeah, against Qatar. Good build up play, though. To be fair, yeah, I think well, which goal was it? The third goal that Robinson got. There was like thirty or forty passes. Yeah, man. It's looking good. Promising signs. I'd like to see it against the Vikings. And we said Ronaldo we, is absolutely going to punch the head off us next month. Probably, yeah. We were listening to, uh, I don't know if you were listening, but I was listening to Eamon Dunphy's podcast with me <laughs> and Brady and, <laughs> yeah, and John like, Jones. It was like sticking on RP involved, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was class, but. Uh, the stand, isn't it? The stand with Eamon Dunphy. stand with Eamon Dunphy. Shout out, Eamon. This, is, this podcast is proudly sponsored by The Stand. <laughs> Like he's he, sponsored by Eamon Dunphy out of Italian Lady. Throwing his pen. Zah, zah. He's sponsored by Tesco. We're sponsored by his podcast. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. and anyways, I'll just wrap up. Uh, I was in at a 21st on Saturday. Very nice. And I got saved. Saved. Six cans, sorry. I reached for the proclamation whiskey in my bag. And I didn't remember anything after that. Apparently I was on the couch at half four in the morning. My dad started slapping me in the face trying to wake me up. <laughs> and all I was shouting was, Cabra! Cabra! I'd say that was someone was putting you out of the taxi and asking where to go. And you were just doing like, um, Father Jack. Yeah. Being a father head. Drink! Cabra! Drink! <laughs> well, yeah, that was my week anyway. It was your week. Oh man, it was like, I'm actually, yeah, we're sat here at the moment. 7 o'clock Monday evening, the 18th of October, and I'm as tired as I think I've ever been in my life. I'm extremely tired. It's just been... Do you want a hug, Eddie? No, I'm alright, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a long week, so um, I've been flat out with college work and uh, the likes of it, but I was out on Friday night, and I'm, I feel like I'm kind of still recovering from it, to be honest with you. Jesus, where um, were you? I was in the, the usual, me mass. Mimas. Mimas. And was Lee the Barmer uh. Lee the Barmer was there. I had a good chat with Shout out Lee. Um and yeah, we were just there for for the for the night like and I like you, I woke up, you see the bars are closed at half eleven, so there wasn't any abs or anything. So yeah. we came back here a few of the lads and we had a bite to eat or whatever and we um Yeah, we I just woke up at like three o'clock and my head was so sore. My head was incredible like I was in pain. I was in so much pain that I thought I was going to cry. I had such a bad headache. Oh, no. And then I went back to sleep. And when I woke up, I was grand. So I, I, I must have had a cry. I don't know. Oh. I must have had a cry in my head pain. <laughs> Induced by a surge of Bermoretti. No, it wasn't that bad. It was really sore though. And uh, yeah, I woke up and just watched the football. And yeah, I've just been busy, busy week. But I just something I want to touch on and um, get serious for a minute because it brought me like it brought me down we were talking about before we started recording and I just think it's worth I think it's worth talking about football is all about for me anyways it's about escapism like football is very tribal you know I love Liverpool you love Chelsea we we're supposed to hate each other all this shit the same with United and everything but when it comes to real life and like you know people being sick and stuff like it's it's very it's, it's sad like you know what I mean and like these two lads, first you have David Brooks of Bournemouth. He's only he's only twenty four. Like it's very sad. He was diagnosed with stage two Hodgkin lymphoma, which is like basically cancer of like the system towards your heart, or whatever. So it's very serious. Like and um, then another lad, Dan Barden of Norwich. There, he's only twenty. 
diagnosed testicular cancer. And I just want to say, like, I don't know, quick shout out to them because it's a very tough, like, football's a very tough game. Life is very tough. Life is tough. You know what I mean? And I don't think we realise how lucky we are at times when these things don't happen to us. And Sure, those lads are literally, like, within four years of us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's very, like, when I seen the, the two of them, like, I don't really want to give out my age, but I'm only 22 and you're only, what, 21 the other week and, yeah. Like, these lads are 20 and 24 and they're being diagnosed with cancer. And, like, life is very tough for us. And the, one of the reasons why we do this, me personally, I don't know about you, is, like, it is for an escape. And it is to give other people an escape yeah. as well from, like, the harshness of life or whatever. And, you know, just, I suppose, look after yourself as best you can. And, yeah, best luck to them. Get checked as well. Well wishes. Ah, yeah. Well wishes to them and best wishes to the family or whatever. Because I know it's tough and... I know we've both had experience with these kind of things before with our own family and stuff. And, yeah. Um, you don't realize how serious it, how serious it is until it happens. To you. And yeah, God bless the two lads. I hope they're all right. And ho- hopefully they get better. We'll we'll try and try our best to move on. Anyways, and one of the things that helped me on Saturday morning was Liverpool and Watford. So I'm gonna that's a nice segue actually. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna march on with that. So, this was one of three games of football I watched the weekend, Cran. I'll be deadly serious with you. <laughs> I spent most of my time doing work and uh, watching football through Twitter. <laughs> the liverpool Watford game on Saturday morning was such a strange game. It was so weird because, like, just to get down to the bounds, the last time we played Watford in Vicarage Road was when Pearson got the job after, Jesus, insert Watford manager 22, whatever fucking season. He was sacked and Pearson came in and they got that bang, new manager bounce and they took two. They smashed us 3 0. We were on a 26 unbeaten game streak, which came to an end against Watford. So I was very worried about one because the first early kickoff after international break is never good. Gandhi. Gandhi says never back the early kickoff. We had players out, Alison Fabinho, going to Vicarage Road, going to Claudio Ranieri, new manager bump. Like it had all the hallmarks for us losing. It really did, you know what I mean? And we just came out and, boy God, Watford played like a team with a YouTuber in goal and a left-back who was more famous for being on Amazon Prime. And that's how the, that's how the game played out. That's how it played out in the end. You're sitting here laughing. But Danny Rose should retire. Danny Rose was awful. He was really bad. <laughs> I just got the Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really bad. Right over your head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it played out, and it played out against a team Danny like. Rose was so bad. <laughs> he was. I swear to God, no. He was good I, about seven years no, ago. No, I genuinely. I'll be serious with you, Cam. I don't think I've seen a Premier League performance as bad as that. It was that. It was genuinely that bad. Like Salah at the minute is on a different planet altogether. So that that always helps. Firmino's coming into form. I think Firmino's hat trick in yards added up to about. Like seventeen yards, which is sensational bit of goal poaching from him. He's been really good this season actually. I think he's averaging a goal in every competition at the minute. Uh, a goal every seventy minutes. Or goal and assist every seventy minutes. What That's a tap in merchant, eh? Yeah. Well, come here, look at it. He's been he's been slandered a lot for not being able to do that. Yeah. So I will take a Firmino hat trick from three yards out. Um what else? Salah's goal. Oh, I, I find it hard to criticise girls like that. It's just fucking unbelievable. 
Shame with this world, good. Yeah. Like something that, that was like something Messi would do. Yeah, okay. it genuinely was. Yeah, and these are levels that you know, Mo himself. I, I think, I think now is the the best form of Mohamed Salah we're seeing. Yeah, it's like somehow Dragon Ball where they keep evolving and he just keeps getting better. And he's he's turned into a from a one season wonder to a five season wonder. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's just a, he's just a wonder, huh? Freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Rose and Catcart. What what's going on there? And the finish is sublime. And I think the final nail in the coffin for Wofford was when uh, Neko Williams came on, beat Danny Rose, and got an assist. Neko Williams, Neko bleeding Williams, like he has more assists than Jane Sancho this season. How? He's Neko. I, all due respect to him, he's a good footballer. He's Neko Williams, but he's not great. Quick shout out for everyone else, I suppose. Milner was great again. Trent was sublime. I so. see Liverpool are one behind Chelsea in the league. Mm. How do you think this United game is going to go at Old Trafford? Oh, yeah. You see, I'm not looking. United's always a tricky fixture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and Ollie, especially when he's losing so many games, he's going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to win this game now. Sort of Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer was back against the wall. He turns into like prime Fergie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he he pulls results out of the bag. Like, remember that one against PSG away? That yeah. was unbelievable. And, um, it'll be a tough game it's always a tough game at Old, at Old Trafford you'd, you'd have to fancy Liverpool because of how you know poor United have been but you, you can't rule United out so easily yeah. if you're looking for a prediction I'll give you a score draw on Sunday yourself yeah I think I think I'm going to go for a Liverpool win yeah yeah I think United it, it depends how they show up on the day yeah. but I really do fancy Liverpool mm. I'm honest I, I think Liverpool are in flying form yeah. I'll skim through City, Burnley a 2-0 win for City. Bernardo and Kevin De Bruyne with mm. goals. And Sean Dyche. He sets them up well. I think 2-0 is a good result for Burnley there. Man, Burnley are like a scorned lover to Man City. You know that? Whenever they see them, they just give them a hug, a kiss and roll over. Like, they're so, <laughs> they play so bad against City every time. Yeah, but even... I swear, man. I love Sean Dyche. I do. But whenever he comes up against City, you just know City are going to win. I just I never get the sense of Burnley might come out here. But even Southampton, Southampton go to City and just barely lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there's teams that will go against City and will, you know, try and play against them instead of doing what Burnley do and just letting them win. But, yeah, yeah good, good win for City. Right? Norwich, Brighton. Oh! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's, that's, all the, that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. Honest to God. Why are Norwich in the league? Delia in Farkadu. Yeah. And by the way, Farker coming out during the week, what he said about Gilmore or whatever, and I think he said something like, uh, "We're not here to develop players from other clubs." It's like that's literally your function in this position. Yeah, you're Gil- Gilmore is coming to Norwich to play. Norwich are brutal. If Gilmore isn't playing, Gilmore goes. So I don't know. Just get just fuck off, Tommy Farker. Would you? <laughs> by the way, Sar- sorry, sorry, last time, Sergeant missed an open goal for Norwich. And I think it was blocked off the line. But you know, like, I think he got around the keeper and, like, passed the ball in. And I was just rolling into it. And I was like, you have an open goal, smash it in. Like, you can't miss from where you are. And it's blocked off the line. And typical USA. American. USA. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. That re- Norwich really irritated me. For anyone who's listening, Azzy looks very irritated here. I hate Norwich so much. I don't think you realise. They're such an irrelevant club. You know what I mean? I know that sounds awful. It sounds horrible. 
But they're a club that, that show no ambition when it comes to the league. Yeah. They come up and they, they don't do anything. Because you see with Brentford, they actually have purpose in the yeah. league. Yeah. You know? like, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Chelsea match. But Brentford could have easily gotten some out of that game, exactly. Yeah. Norwich, if, if Norwich were to play Chelsea now, it'd be Chelsea for now. That'd be the scoreline, I swear. And the funny part is, Norwich won the championship last season. Yeah. So what's going on? Like, <laughs> They're just comfortable with being a yo-yo club. And look, if, if that's what they want to do. Albeit, fair enough, do what you want to do. But they're just such an irritating club. They just annoy me. Sorry, one. Southampton leads, Azzy. A 1 0 win for Southampton. Played well. Crowd was behind them. They were at home. And Armando, sorry, <laughs> Armando Broja gets the goal. It's a great name, isn't it? Chelsea Loney. Um, he looked very promising in pre season for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I've seen him against Bournemouth. So I think he scored so, twice. So promising that they know him to do. <laughs> Oh yeah, get me in the head of Lukaku or Werner. <laughs> Timo. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, good win for Southampton and you Leeds. <laughs> Leeds are fall. Now Leeds actually are in a bad position though. I think they have like six or seven force teamers out. The squad is Jesus, it was bare, I was I don't know, bare grills, something <laughs> stupid like that. I don't know. I'm tired, I'm tired, Cran. Um yeah, they're in a bad they're in a bad way at the minute and um, they need Paddy Bamford up front and anyways they need they need a Tory back um, <laughs> the Oxford graduate <laughs> <laughs> now I like Bamford now to be fair he could, he could have given Mick McCarthy a dig out but um, yeah yeah Leeds are in a bad way I hope I hope for them they turn it around because they do like Bielsa they are sitting in 17 position 6 mm. points from 8 that is not good 8 games mm. 17 touch of the second se- season syndrome there isn't it but I think I do think they'll get over to be honest but we will move on to the two marquee games of the three clockers. Oh yeah, I think we'll start with Wolves against Villa. What a game of football! What a, yeah, what a bloody game of football! And I don't even think I'm like, delighted for Aston Villa. First off, I'm delighted from yeah. I'm I'm glad for Wolves to um to get the three to win to come back like the way they did. It was it was like I was watching that match of the day. It was so funny. and I hadn't seen I hadn't seen the result, and um, I was looking at it and. When I went to three two, I, I couldn't believe it. I was up, I was throwing biscuits at the ground and all. That's how excited I was drinking my tea, watching match of the day. That's how sad my life's become. <laughs> throwing digests. Come on, wolves! Throwing chocolate digests on the ground. Flying up into your face. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, great, great result, great win. Um, the goal at the end was deflected, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. What a what a damn scoop of goal to win it. It was so <laughs> shit as well. Your man's body position was all over the place. He just went in. Yeah. It was Matt Target, I think. Matt Target. Matt on target that time. <laughs> he was Matt off target against United the week. This week he's Matt on target. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm glad you laughed at that because I don't think I think many people will be knocking it off that stage when they hear the target jokes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I know it's But yeah, really good goals by Villa and then obviously you had three really scrappy goals. Oh, so, the b- smashest of smashes and grabs I think I've ever seen in my life. I was expecting like, oh, screamer at the end to win it, yeah, but yeah. no, just shit deflected. Yeah. And the fact he runs over to the crowd, does a barrel roll and like, <laughs> starts celebrating. I think Connor Cody scored like a scrambled top in. I mean, I'd go mad at myself. But he, he looks so enthused by it. I'd say he was saying to himself, that's a shy goal. <laughs> but a goal's a goal. And I think that that's a derby as well, isn't it? The yeah. West Midlands derby or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe it now when I seen the match of the day. Yeah. It was the highlight match of the day for me. 
Which says a lot after saying Mohamed Salah's goal. He was a good guy. Mm. United Leicester. Oh, United. United. <laughs> oh, what a game. Adio. Again. I watched the second half and oh. something else. I was um I was recovering on Saturday, let's put it to put it politely. Um and I was looking at United and Leicester and in the first half, I think it was Greenwood scored an absolute screamer. Yeah, it was oh. something else. And then Yuri Taylorman scored a, a little. A Gerard, did you ever see Gerard's goal against uh, Marseille in Champions League? Yeah. A Gerard esque goal. That's a shout for goal of the week. By Taylorman. Yeah, it was a cracking goal. Lovely chip. Um, so was Greenwood's, to be fair. I think all. I think most of the goals in this game were quite good, mm. apart from the two, was two tap ins. Vardy's, Vardy's goal was unbelievable. Um, Taylorman's equalises. And was a, it must have been one all at half time then, was it? Yeah. It must have been, yeah, it was. And then second half, Sionchu scores. And then, you know, I think they brought on Rashford and Maxos, McTominay. <laughs> and Lindelof's ball to Rashford. It was a great pass. And it was a good run by Rashford as well, to be fair. To, like, there's five at the back there. And he gets past every single one of them to put it in. It was a great finish. And then... Up the other oh end. My, I, couldn't be- I couldn't believe it. I, I was looking at it on Premier Sports. Gary Breen was on commentary and hopefully that's the last time I have to listen to him. <laughs> you won't. You'll have to listen I know, to him again. Yeah. He um he was on commentary <laughs> for that. Like they were, they kept showing the replay of Rashford's goal. And you know you could hear the crowd going, Go on, go on <laughs> And then it just cuts to it and it's literally Perez passing it, like straight away past the Vardy. And it's just like well bam, in it went. It was a great finish now. Oh, I think it was it was up there again for yeah. goal of the week. What a great, goal. Great man. finish. But the highlight of the goal for me was Wan Bissaka clearing Castagna over. It was, it was prime Wan Bissaka, like you know what I mean. He just clatters him. Vinnie Jones said before he was like, um, <laughs> "The ball will either get past me or you will either get past me." But both you won't. <laughs> I say Wan Bissaka was like channeling his inner Vinnie Jones and just clattered him. And yeah, Castagna was taken out. Great finish by uh, Vardy. And then um, Daka's goal as well. I want to talk about Daka. Yeah, go for it. My man. Your man. My little wild card at the start of the season. My girl. I thought he was absolutely terrific when he came on. And he made the instant impact. He had a good few chances to score now. Very dangerous. And he got his goal at the end. Mm. 4-2. A debut goal. I'm not going to say a debut goal. But first goal for Leicester. For Pats and Daka. Yeah, delighted from him. Yeah. And Maguire's £80 million worth of defending. All on show. No, really poor for Maguire. But I felt bad for him. Having to play. The whole game, he wasn't fit. Yeah. He wasn't fit at all. And you could tell by him, he lacked sharpness. He lacked fitness. And yeah, he found it tough. But okay, it is what it is. And what do you think about Oli's situation? How many games do you think he gets if he d- doesn't win? Oh, I game? think give him a lifetime contract, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I, I think I think he could be in trouble now. Um, the thing with him is... <laughs> Like United with past managers have acted quickly and gone right. You get out. You get out, and it's not worked for them. Yeah. And at least with Ollie and even the the most the the people who hate Ollie the most would even say that he's like should even say that he's progressed the club because he has. You know he spent lots of money and he's built teams up. I think he's unfortunate as well in the sense that the Liverpool and City teams of between like eighteen and twenty one. The best teams ever, some of the best teams ever in the Premier League. So there was no beating them. Chelsea now have come into after Champions League, and obviously they're top at the minute. So he's coming up against very good teams as well. Yeah, very so, good managers. Very well. I mean, I think Tuchel, Klopp, and Guardiola are the three best in the world. Yeah, 
Um, so he's he's unlucky in that sense, but he's underperforming with with a good team. Yeah, I think United's best team is better than a lot of teams in Europe, and they just haven't put it on. And I I personally I've read a lot of things saying that they're willing to stick by him. So if that's the case, remains to be seen. But um, yeah, I think I think if he loses against Atalanta, and then he loses against us, I don't think they can keep him. In. I don't think they can. In in their right mind, go. You deserve to stay. Yeah. But I don't care. Give him a lifetime contract. <laughs> well, we move on to Brentford Chelsea. Yeah, the big one. What a game of football, lads! I tell you what. Um, I was sat having pre-drinks at my house with the lads watching Brentford Chelsea. Terrible from Chelsea point of view, but Brentford were absolutely excellent. I think they finished up with an XG of two, and Chelsea only had an XG of point five. So. Very lucky to get a result there. Very lucky to get a 1-0. Good results. I thought that Brentford were set off very well and they caused a lot of problems in the second half. They just kept overloading mm. the Chelsea. It's almost like they were playing eight up front. Mm. They were overloading the wings and it caused all sorts of problems. I have to say, Mendy was absolutely... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, very good. It's one of the best goals we've performances I've seen in my life. Let yeah. me be honest with you. Um, and I think he single-handedly got the one nil. So I'm delighted. I'm delighted with that away win. Um, and it keeps Chelsea as you should top, be. By the way, top. I've seen a lot of people give out about how pragmatic Chelsea were or whatever. But if it's winning your games, who cares? Yeah. You and against I mean? the good Brentford team in the yeah, like ground. we went there. Arsenal went there in the fourth day. I was they can see three, was it? Yeah. We went there. We can see the three. Like they, they, they have the ability to score against good teams. You know what I mean? So I think defensively speaking, I'd be delighted if I was a Chelsea fan. If we're looking at the point five XG, um, you're probably a bit disappointed with that, but when you're defending for most of the game I couldn't give a shot about why, why would you care? Like, you know what I mean? Um I would be worried for Lukaku, he hasn't scored in six now, I think. And I think that has to change if Chelsea are to be a real uh, and I know that they sit top of the league, but I think if Chelsea are to really like confirm themselves as as challengers for this league. Yeah, they have to get him to start scoring more frequently. I'm I'm very chuffed with uh, Werner's. He's starting to excel a bit as well. So, well, but I have a problem with that because I think if, if Werner was out, Lukaku probably has better service with maybe Mount. If Pulisic and Mount were behind Lukaku, I think that would be very very threatening, and I'd actually like to see it, but. Yeah, come here. I think it's a great result for Chelsea. To be honest, I think since the West Brom result, though, Tuchel tends not to play Mount, okay. or, and all the international players that are overplayed in the international break. Oh, okay. Because that West Brom was an awful example of how fatigued mm. make the squad mm. last five. What three happened last game? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> West Ham against. We'll move on to the Sunday game. West Ham. <laughs> did you ever hear the the, the, the Sunday game remix no will I play it real quick no, no please I'm playing, I am playing it real quick you don't have to put it in I just like to genuinely want to show you if they play this in the email if they play this in the email they probably won't play it ready wait for the beat to drop Save this for the. <laughs> you ready? 
It genuinely sounds like an airplane taking off. Right, okay, sorry. Continue on. Compose, compose. West Ham. (laughs) West Ham against Everton. What do you think? The the big game of a Sunday. The Sunday games this week, right? Jane Wiley. Spores Newcastle, Everton and West Ham had a very pre-season Barclays Asia Trophy field didn't it? <laughs> like I've never looked I, I remember I woke up on Sunday and I looked at the games I was like that is two games I'm not watching yeah <laughs> I thought exactly the same I was like I can't wait to go home and watch some football yeah. now and work and then I looked at the games and I started crying <laughs> I was like ah oh, no you can keep that okay. same old story for Everton wasn't it and Jordan Pickford I did not watch the game so basically he um <laughs> I don't know who it was that challenged him for West Ham. Probably Miguel Antonio. Jumped up and tried to get the ball off him. And Pickford had the ball in his hands, I think. Like, he had it caught. But Antonio kind of clattered into him. He won a corner from him anyways. When I say the same old story, if Pickford had longer arms, he would have prevented the corner. Yeah. Essentially. And then they scored from the corner. And it was 1-0 to uh, West Ham. The last game was madness, wasn't it? Saudis. Uh, Newcastle home. First home game under the new ownership 2-3 to the Spuds the Small Forest <laughs> two trees <laughs> oh, it's one of them isn't it <laughs> oh, it was a little mad game though wasn't it yeah it was um, I just remember Callum Wilson scoring in the second minute oh, and then Decker in the crowd going yeah, mad yeah. with the new owners and you're like ah uh, that's not gonna last, lads. And by the end of it, they look genuinely depressed. Like they look so upset. Yeah. And like, they switched seats as well. Yeah. You that? yeah, I think they done that because people were giving out the fact that it was um, when they scored, it was decadent. Yeah. So I'd say they got a feel of like here, lads, switch seats because it's decadent at the minute. So we wanted to be Ant and Deck. It shows how good the game was. They were talking about Ant and Deck. Um, Spurs were quite clinical though. I yeah. thought. Um, Kane's back. Goal for Kane. Ah, oh, he's back. The one goal and the one assist. No, he played well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, him and Son always link up well. And I thought it was great when he scored the goal, actually. He went over to the crowd and they all started giving him the the usual, like, middle finger and all. Hey, hey, because he's offside. And he just, like, cheekily grinned as to say, this is going to count, lads. Oh. <clears throat> and then it counted. So, and a quick shout out as well, by the way, to Reguillon and Dyer. Very quick on their feet, weren't they? For the poor man in the crowd. Yeah. And I think that fella in the crowd, what was it? He had a heart attack. I think he's I think he's stable now. Is that what they said on the commentary? So hopefully he is. Jeez, scary, scary thing to happen to anyone. Um, no less at a football game. So Fair yeah. play. Fair play to the two lads. And um and a special shout out to Tangy and Dombele, but one of the best him himself and John Joe Shelby, but one of the best moments of the weekend. Um, and Domble flicks the ball up and it's as if he pretends he got kicked in the foot and just like hops on his left leg gets the ball back does a bit of skill gets out of a hole and then John Joe Shelby just smashed him it was absolutely glorious <laughs> he sent him <laughs> back, back to France with that kick back was, to Leon. it was genuinely sensational so shout out to Tangy and Domble he was just for that moment alone he was up for my god of the week that yeah. was 
the weekend the that weekend was. was and we have obviously the Arsenal playing Palace tonight okay a game that might be good but I won't be watching it Adzi we're yes. moving on now God of the week God of the week it's only one isn't it the Egyptian king Mohamed Salah I think I think for that and his goal the week previous just unbelievable and uh, yeah he's, he's my God of the week I have a, actually a quick start here sorry Goals and assists since in the Premier League since 2017-18. Um, Mohamed Salah, 139. Harry Kane, 116. Raheem Sterling, 105. Nice. So it just shows how good Salah's been playing the past few seasons. And uh, yeah, boy God, I love the man. Well, I hear it every day anyway. <laughs> um, my God of the week. Talk about bias. Edward Mendy. Well, wow. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Very good, yeah. Goal of the week. Christ. Ah, without, without wanting to be two boys, I'll give it to Vardy. Yeah. It's goal against United. <laughs> it was class, though. No, it was a great goal. Yeah. It was a great pass by Perez and, uh, yeah, Vardy. Vardy for me. I thought you were going to give it to Salah, so I'm going to give it to Salah. <laughs> My goal yeah. of the week is going to have to Salah. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Mm. And was it better than the City one? Ooh. I think it was less important, but I think it was better. There's something about the City game just with the higher quality of players. Yeah. Like to see Bernardo Silva gone packing and then just the floor Diaz and the port. <laughs> There's something about that that's glorious. Yeah. But that goal is just as good, I have to say. Yeah. And is he the best player in the world? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Do you think? Right yeah. now, ah, yeah. I think he is as well. Without a doubt. I, I find it hard because Haaland's injured, so I can't just say, oh, Haaland's the best. Haaland. <laughs> Haaland. Yeah, I love Erling as well. He came back the weekend and scored. Water as well. Sorry, Eddie. Can you hear that behind us? What's that called? It sounds like pedals. <laughs> this fellow Ronaldo is a cod. And our cod of the week this week is the cycling GK. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. And it has to go to Ben Foster this week because... Um, ben Foster in uh, his cycling GK videos, which to be fair, I actually don't mind them, but um, <laughs> he said in his fancy football, picking his team, he said, um, you could give Salah the, the captain's armband because he's a penalty merchant and Liverpool get loads of penalties. And I think it's very funny coming for Ben Foster, who's conceded now, in counting since he's played, he's conceded nine goals to Mohamed Salah in, I think, f- six games against Liverpool. So, um, yeah, that's why Ben Foster is our cut of the week this week. So this week's Hall of Fame. We haven't actually picked one this week. We were, cause we're, cause we're both wrecked. We said we'd just throw someone in it. So this week's Hall of Fame, we both agreed on um, inducting an honorary member of the OnlyFans Hall of Fame goes to the namesake of this episode Ben, ben. Bradburton Diaz <laughs> Bradburton Diaz we have to say it in a Chilean accent so the story of Ben Bradburton Diaz is an absolutely wild one so Ben was born in Stoke in England and not too familiar with the Spanish language he hadn't known Spanish um, the Blackburn Rovers forward became <laughs> a cult hero with the Chilean national team and a reason for their World Cup resurgence Let's just go back to the start. Brereton went through the English youth system. And in 2017, he was the top scorer in the Euro Under-19 Championships. His teammates, right? Guess whose teammates were on that day, in that tournament? I'd say it's someone like Nathan Redmond or Sterling or something like that. Reese James and Mason Knight. Why? 
And I think Sancho might Sancho's there as well, I think. That's madness. Cracking team. But he never broke into the national team. And by 2018, he was playing for Blackburn Rovers, where in 2020-21, he had a breakout season with seven goals and five assists. A Blackburn Rovers season ticket holder, an assistant teacher, and a football manager researcher had discovered that Brereton had Chilean heritage. And through a social media campaign, the discovery had gone viral and made its way to Santiago, Chile. So, Reynaldo Ruda, the Chilean head coach at the time, reached out to Brereton, Chilean mother, Andrea Diaz. <laughs> the federation also got involved in conversations with Brereton's agents and the club. Ch- Chile wanted to nationalise the Englishman, who, who barely, he can't speak Spanish, he literally can't. Eventually, Brereton accepted the national team's players and switched allegiance to Chile. I think this is crazy. Like, um, His first game was in the Copa America in June against uh, Argentina. And Lionel Messi. It's a good story. He scored the winner against Bolivia in the next game. He assisted Edu Vargas' goal in a one-all draw against Uruguay. An unbelievable moment. And heading into match day nine in the World Cup qualifiers, Chile felt they'd found their goal scorer. So while Chile sitting at a hold, a worrisome eight spot of ten, Brereton would have been a quality addition and a very crucial moment. Yeah, England's red list and the championship span in South American travel. Brereton was unable to make the trip in September in which Chile only got one point out of nine points in three games. So they're a bit fucked without him. So Chilean fans were excited for the return of Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. After a loss to Peru, Burton scored in a win against Paraguay and Venezuela in front of his newfound compatriots, a new idol among fans. Chile now sit sixth in the group, still outside qualifications and only three points behind both fifth and fourth. At the beginning of the window, Chile saw Qatar 2022 at a distance. And now, in large parts, thanks to Ben Brereton Diaz, Chile can dream of going back to the World Cup. I sincerely hope they go back to the World Cup. I think it's a great story. I want to see Ben Brereton in Qatar. Yeah, absolutely. I think we should fly over. I don't want to see many people in Qatar, but Ben Brereton is one I want to see there. Should we fly over? No. And watch a Chile game? Ben Brereton. Will we go to Chile and watch Ben Brereton? Do you know what? I might send him a DM tomorrow, will he? I go on. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> well, yeah, Ben Brereton, an honorary member of the OnlyFans Hall of Fame this week. Moving on to Euro Trash, Euro Treasure, Eddie. Go for it. There was a lot of trash this week. Do you want to hit me with the trash first? My first trash is Felipe, the Lazio player, jumping on Correa. Okay. I thought that was pure bad out. I think this is an element of treasure, though, as well, to be fair. It is an element of treasure. I think it's a great story it depends where your morals lie though true and I, I really felt bad for him like getting jumped on after like imagine losing a game of FIFA or something and you you want to smash the controller and someone starts rubbing it in your face <laughs> oh you lost you it's lost it's a bit different <laughs> but like no one likes to lose and no one likes getting scored against true and this fella just he was taking he done it to Correa he only done it because Correa left in the summer yeah so there's a big element of shithousing here and he cried when he got sent off <laughs> If you're not willing to do to do the time, don't do the crime. Wait, yeah. so Felipe cried? Yeah, Felipe cried when he got sent off. You need to throw that picture on the Instagram. Yeah, I will, I will. I'll try and get the whole strap on it. <laughs> Literally, like, grabbing him around the neck and everything. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Euro trash. My Euro trash this week is Atletico and Real being given a week off in the, in the games, the weekend, to prepare for the Champions League. Oh. Because of South American players and... It's something that a lot of managers talk about is player welfare. And there's, in fairness to La Liga, they're, they're taking the player's welfare into 
consideration here. I suppose it's not really Euro trash, to be honest. I had nothing to put into when I said, fuck it, I let go of going in. Because we're playing, let's go tomorrow, Cran. Oh, no. And they will have more or less a fully fit team. They're at home. At home. Oh, It'll God. be a tough game. Yeah. Suarez, Griezmann, Rodrigo de Paul. I think it'll be grand. Thanks, bro. You'll get a draw. Yeah, I think I think a score draw could be on the cards. My Euro treasure this week, Adzi. Similar to the Wolves and Villa game. 2-0 to Hellas Verona. And then <laughs> yeah. it all turns round. And when I say turns round, I mean Olivier Giroud on the score sheet. Did he score, yeah? Big Giroud. Big got the equaliser. Made it 2-all. And then an own goal in the 98th minute. Made a three two. We love Jury on this podcast, don't we? Really? Yeah. W for AC Milan, unbeaten in Syria. We move. Your Euro treasure. My Euro treasure this week comes from um, Ajax. They've clamped down on ticket towers, so they found out people who have season ticket holders who have towed their tickets and given them away to be sold for profit, and they've banned them from the stadium. They've banned them from. They've frozen their season tickets, and yeah, basically they're not allowed into the games, which I think is a great thing. I think Ticket Town is, is a load of me arse, really. The towers are getting clamped down on. So big up to Ajax. I don't think there's a lot of clubs that'll do it. Anyways, that's our Euro Trash, Euro Treasure wrapped up. <laughs> we'll move very quickly onwards to this week's Champions League quickfire predictions. Get the doubt. So, Adzi, Group A, Club Bruges, Man City, go. Uh, City. City, 5.45 kickoff. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, City will win. Yeah. City will win. Yeah. Paris Le- Leipzig. Uh, Paris. Paris. Easy. Paris. Hopefully Messi turns up. Strange. Paris are strange though. They're not really doing bits, are they? No, not really. Um, Group B. Atletico against Liverpool. Atletico. Score draw. Ooh, he's got, he's only gone and done it. I stabbed in the back. <laughs> That's alright. I don't really care. I think they'll be fresh enough. Maybe. To yeah, I think I think could be a difference. Sorry. Um, Porto AC Milan I'm um, gonna go Olivier Giroud yeah that's why I'm going AC Milan mm. Um, that game was so class by the way shout out to Porto's keeper in the last Champions League game by the way yeah absolute head case <laughs> my type of goalie the next game <laughs> Group C Besiktas against Sport funny thing about Besiktas is I put a bet on them to win their last game and they just got fucking battered by Dortmund <laughs> so uh yeah, I'm not going with Besiktas again. I'm going to go Sport. I'll go Besiktas. Fair. Change it up. Yeah. Uh, Ajax against Dortmund. Ajax. You're going to go Dortmund. I'm going to go score draw. Oh, lo, 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 yeah, I just hope Haller scores a few goals. I put a bet on Ajax to win the Champions League the other day. Oh, no. 40 to 1. I put a 5 on it, so I'll get 200 back. <laughs> See you later, 5. Yeah, no, just, I'm just never going to get that 5 back, am I? Um, but yeah, I'm going to go score a draw on that one. Yeah, it should um, be a good game, actually. See you in November, Haller and Amsterdam. Yeah, please, God. Group D, Inter Sheriff. Oh, going to be a good game. I'll go with Inter. I'm going to go. I think with... the fairy tale's going to end. Yeah, I'll go with Inter. Um, Shakhtar against Madrid Shakhtar by the way Madrid only have three points so far yeah I'll go with Shakhtar for the lulls I'm going to go around Madrid Adzi. go for it Wednesday night football Barca against Dinamo I'm going to go with Barca. Barca I think Barca could be 
I'm not going to say torn in the corner, but I was looking at their team last night and they have that young flick, Gavi, that played in Spain <laughs> in the Nations League. Like is he Xavi's brother, is he? <laughs> Gavi. He's his cousin. Um, they have him, they have De Jong, they have Pedri, Ansu Fati's come back in, Depay, Aguero's fit, Coutinho scored last night, Dest is a baller. Like, I think Barcelona could be torn in the corner um, without us knowing, but um, probably not because I know absolutely zero. But yeah, I'll go Barcelona. I, f- I, f- I fancy them at home. I'll go Barca though. Yeah. Benfica, Bayern. Benfica win their last game at home to Barca. Yeah, Bayern will win that. Bayern, yeah. They're too good. Lewandowski's too good. Mm. United, Atalanta. 3 2 1, Atalanta. I'm going to say a score draw. Could be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Young boys against Villarreal. <laughs> Villarreal. Surely. Alberto Moreno's yellow submarines are going to win. I, you're not going to believe me. I'm going to go two score draws in those games. <sighs> Jesus. That's like Himalaya Buster if I've ever seen it. Not even a draw, just or just a draw. <laughs> group, group G. Yeah, not even a draw, just a draw. <laughs> group G, the worst group alive. Oh Christ. SC Salzburg, Wolfsburg. 3 2 1, Wolfsburg. I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take a loss on that one. Salzburg, I don't care. Salzburg, that sounds awful. Is that Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday. Is that the night Bake Off is on? Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch Bake Off that night too. Uh, Lille Sevilla Sevilla Lille You fancy Lille yeah Yeah They have your man uh, A little bit of Monica He plays for Canada <laughs> Canada are doing really well but Oh um, um, looks John, like John David Jay Yeah Lee. Yeah he's very good Looks like they're going to Actually qualify Yeah it does They're in a good position I think David is a good player as well Canada in Fucking World Cup First time in there I'd love time. it uh, Group H Chelsea Malmo Chelsea oh, Christ Chelsea Chelsea at home Zenit against Juventus the last one I'm going to go for a 3-2-1 Zenit for the lols draw <laughs> anyways Adzi pleasure as always very tired man I am here. so tired hello <laughs> Andrew I'm going to good night guys <laughs> but yeah um, thanks everyone very much for listening to episode 12 of the podcast D Ben Burton Diaz and yeah Thanks very much for support. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. And download. And download. Spotify. Spotify. And follow on Twitter and Instagram. The usual. Jazz, we're getting more support as the week goes on. We really do appreciate it. Um, But yeah, we'll leave it there so. We'll leave it there so.